This is Futurecast 101. This is Futurecast 101. Hello, this is Lexi Radetich for Futurecast 101, a student project of the College of St. Benedict and St. John's University. Today's topic, AIDS and a future vaccine. One of the fastest growing epidemics in the world is acquired immunodeficiency syndrome, better known as AIDS. Although the disease is relatively common among citizens of the United States, it is widely spread in poorer areas across the world. The current and future paths of developing a cure for AIDS is not as close as one may think. Even with new groundbreaking techniques for vaccination delivery and relying on past history, the cure for AIDS is complex and may not be seen within the next 10 years. A vaccine that cure AIDS will not be seen by the year 2050. The complexity of the virus and the difficulty of treating it contributes to the unlikelihood of finding a cure. So you may ask yourself, how does this affect me? Well, there are approximately 37 million people in the world living with the virus that evolves into AIDS. Out of that number, 2.1 million are children, and roughly 40% of those affected are unaware of their status. In the U.S. alone, there are 1.1 million people affected, and one out of seven do not know they are infected with the virus. Since 2016, there has been 35 million deaths due to AIDS. That's a lot of people. So how does a virus like that become so powerful? The virus that evolves into AIDS is called HIV, which stands for Human Immunodeficiency Virus. Once the body comes in contact with HIV, it is untreatable. Therefore, the human will have HIV for life. The original source of HIV is thought to have come from chimpanzees in Africa. Simian immunodeficiency virus was spread to humans through bloody chimpanzee meat and mutated into HIV. Scientists suggest that HIV has been around since the 1880s, but the earliest documented case in the U.S. dates back to the mid-1970s. Nowadays, HIV is spread through bodily fluids of someone with HIV, coming in contact with membrane or damaged tissue of someone without the virus. Sexual behaviors and dirty needles are amongst the top reasons that HIV is transmitted. Once the virus enters the bloodstream, it progresses through three stages of infection. There are three stages of HIV, acute HIV infection, HIV dormancy, and AIDS. As the stages progress, the amount of virus inside the body decreases, but the detrimental effects increase. By the time someone has AIDS, their immune systems are deteriorated immensely, so they acquire several illnesses. These illnesses are most commonly lymphoma, pneumonia, and tuberculosis. The virus starts by attaching to the CD4 protein on immune cells. From there, it's thought that the protein itself can change shape slightly to better allow the virus to infect the body. The envelope containing the virus is cleaved, releasing the virus into the body, where it will continue to spread and take over. Over the past century, the development and distribution of medication and vaccines have greatly changed. Vaccines have been around since the late 1700s. During this time, many vaccines were tested and thought to only be productive on small children. Later on, it was discovered that vaccines can be beneficial to people of all ages. So nowadays, people throughout their lives are constantly receiving vaccines for serious illnesses to simple things such as a flu shot. Cowpox and smallpox were two of the first epidemics to be solved with the mass-marketed vaccine. Then the polio vaccine was developed in 1952, and methods of vaccine distri distribution called cause political turmoil. According to Christine Holmberg, a senior researcher at the Institute for Public Health in Berlin, vaccination programs thus preside insights into the relationship between citizen resistance and state power. 
Many areas with greater income gaps have to sacrifice political order to be able to receive the vaccines they need. It becomes a battle between the people and a corrupt government. An area greatly at large for this is countries in Africa. The constant fight for power and control leads parents to believe that their children do not need vaccination because the government cannot be trusted. A contrary example of this is as the economy and political status started to strengthen in Nigeria, more children were being seen vac vaccinated. According to Christine Holmberg, by the end of 2010, the decline in confirmed cases of wild polio virus was matched by improved overall levels of immunization. Reasons for avoiding vaccination, such as religion, politics, and cost, are still present in areas around the world. Africa is a continent highly prone to mass epidemic outbreaks, including HIV-AIDS. According to Jay Levy, in 2006, the African Vaccine Regulatory Forum was established and is working in much the same way as the developing countries network clinical trials on candidate vaccines altogether absent against diseases including AIDS, malaria, and meningitis are underway in 19 forum countries where regulatory oversight is weak or altogether absent. Regulation of vaccines and the quality of them is a huge issue, let alone in a continent that is struggling economically and politically. As stated by medical author Lawrence Kendow, Sub-Saharan Africa contains two-thirds of the world's case HIV infection. The cause is thought to be the living conditions of those in the villages. Rape, polygamy, and malnourishment are a few of the key issues with the spread of HIV amongst, amongst Africans. In recent years, a term called invisible cure, meaning a cure is nowhere to be found, has passed about scientists due to the nature of African culture and people in power's refusal to change. Nonetheless, we argue that the relationship between different colonial legacies and the current round of globalization are key to understanding different infection rates locally. The leading reason why HIV spreads so rapidly in Africa is due to their sexual practices and lack of education leading to rapid spread. The lack of education about HIV and way to practice safe, sex safely is a large contributor in the growing issue in Southern Africa. The largest country in South, Af South America, Brazil, is facing the same severity of AIDS, yet it is often unknown. A study done by AIDS researcher Maria Fonseca showed by 2008 alone more than 500,000 AIDS cases and 200,000 AIDS deaths have been reported. Although current drugs are being used to lessen the side effects of living with AIDS, a vaccine that would eliminate the disease altogether would help the epidemic in Brazil tremendously. Even if a vaccine were created, it is sometimes hard to reach out to certain groups of people who are at the highest risk. Lack of education and a change in general behaviors is what leads people to not be able to access vaccines as readily as others. The trend of Fonseca's study showed the analysis present, presented here has shown that vaccinating the adult population achieved the largest reduction of new HIV infections and deaths compared to other strategies. For this reason alone, it can be interpreted that a vaccine targeted for adults might be a new way of going about developing a cure. As of today, there is no for sure way to cure AIDS. Therapeutic approaches are the main approach that scientists currently have when fighting this disease. This approach is more for lessening the consequences of acquiring HIV rather than curing it. It allows the host to passively attack the virus living inside of them. The benefits of this is that some people may be able to live with AIDS if the viral load itself is at a much lower concentration. The most common form of treatment is called antiretroviral. According to Professor Fente Jetnet, the introduction of antiretroviral therapy in middle and low-income countries is arguably one of the most meaningful outcomes recorded in the fight against HIV and AIDS. 
Antiretroviral was first discovered in 1983 and has been used ever since to lessen the effects of having HIV. Doctors will sometimes recommend multiple ARVs as a more effective way to attack the virus. Studies have shown a decrease in AIDS-related deaths and transmission from those who start ART as soon as possible. Currently in the world, 19.5 million individuals are on ART and their lifespans are said to be amongst as long as someone without HIV. As with any medication, there is a downside to this type of treatment. Drug resistance is the number one cause of ART not working for someone. This occurs when doses are skipped regularly or or the discontinued use of ART occurs. When there's no antiretroviral in the bloodstream, the HIV virus could possibly mutate and become resistant to previous ART. A main factor of why someone would discontinue treatment is cost. On average, the yearly cost for ART is $9,000 to $12,000. Those affected in the U.S. can normally afford this kind of payment with the help of insurance companies and federal resources. Others affected in Africa and South America, affordable access is not as easy, thus the increased demand and a secure vaccine. Although some vaccines have been created to lessen the effects of HIV, none of them have been proven to fully cure the disease itself. The cells of the HIV virus have been described as memory-like natural killer cells. This suggests that they can be initially immune to vaccination, but they can also adapt to immunity during their lifespan. Doctors and scientists are constantly collaborating to find a cure for AIDS. There are three main paths of a future prevention, cancer-slash-AIDS vaccine, protein inflammation, and virus-like particles. The examination of future cancer vaccines could potentially be a path to cure for HIV-AIDS. In recent years, the study of implementing large amounts of dendritic cells, cells that trigger an immune system response, have been tested to fight cancer and AIDS. A biology professor named Bernard Glick commented on the severity of the epidemic. The virus of HIV itself is so wicked that immune responses to HIV may actually promote the spread of the infection. Thus, the approach to finding a concrete cure is trickier than originally thought of. The way that HIV attacks the body is similar to how cancer cells spread and take over many organs. The rate at which the virus is multiplying can be deemed challenging to stop in both cancer and AIDS. Examining past attempts at a cancer vaccine may prove beneficial when trying to develop a cure for AIDS due to their similarities in hosts and infection rates. The current vaccines being developed will change the way that vaccines are delivered. A theory being tested is protein inflammation. This is when a protein is also inserted into the body with the vaccine, allowing full access to monitor a disease. According to a book about vaccine history, This method is a highly sensitive and rapid analytical technique for profiling circulating microvessels directly from blood samples. The use of this could be very effective in determining early stages of drug efficiency. Many scientists have suggested that when a vaccine is available, it will be crucial to take it as a child to see its full effects. By doing this, the body has time to grow up and develop the antibodies needed to stop a virus in its tracks. The last method is the use of virus-like particles. This type of vaccine targets the virus at any of the virus's conformations that it has morphed into. A humoral and cellular immune response is needed for a vaccine to be effective against HIV. Dr. Franco Bunak-Guro, the Director of Molecular Biology and Viral Oncology Unit at a clinic in Italy, says, VLPs are generally more immunogenic than the subunit or recombinant protein immunogens, stimulating the humoral as well as cellular immunity. Virus-like particles are able to mimic the virus and destroy its immunity. By doing so, various responses are given, both inflammatory and adaptive. While this method may seem groundbreaking, it's not quite finalized yet. Currently, after being tested on animals, this vaccine only 
receives response from antibodies rather than breaking the immunity that the virus itself has. None of the current vaccines have reached the stage of human clinical trials. Right now, VLPs represent a powerful tool for vaccine development, including for HIV, representing the closest strategy to the native viruses for displaying and delivering conformational epitopes with improved induction of antibodies and immune response in its entirety. Various different methods are being tested to determine which one is best for fighting the HIV virus, but a VLP HIV vaccine is currently the closest thing we have to finding a solid cure against AIDS. HIV affects people differently based on their genes and genetic makeup. There are three major components contributing to having an effective AIDS vaccine. The first is immunological correlates. It has never been clear as to what the correlation is between the infection itself and protections being done to try and fight it. Since it affects everyone a bit differently, it is much harder to find a concrete answer to the correlation. The second is the genetic variability of HIV. The main strain of HIV has been identified on one gene, but the genes are so powerful that they may recombine and form different forms of itself. There are nine different known subtypes of HIV, and each one affects a geographical area differently. It may seem like there is a lot of knowledge on the genetic variability of the virus, but what is unknown are how it reacts with protection from vaccines. The third is a lack of a reliable test model. Currently, primates are the main animal used in testing HIV vaccines. An issue that occurs with the results is that they are highly conflicting when compared from species to species. As always, the only way to be fully sure how a vaccine will work with humans is to have human clinical trials. Various things come into play if a highly effective HIV vaccine were to be developed. It will affect all countries, both politically and economically. Tension will arise over an HIV vaccine, specifically over what areas will receive it first and at what cost. Due to political power throughout the world, the U.S., Europe, and most of Asia would receive the vaccine first. Those who belong to private insurance companies or job-based insurances would almost always be able to guarantee priority access to new vaccines, but money will play the biggest role. Those who have money and power will have quicker access to the resources compared to those who live in poverty. The likelihood of an AIDS vaccine within our lifetime does not look promising. The virus of HIV itself is complex, and its mutant qualities make it hard to find a secure and effective vaccine. Without the glimpse of a promising outlook, human clinical trials cannot be conducted. Without human trials, there is no for sure way to determine if a vaccine would work. The current use of ART in education about HIV-AIDS is the best defense humanity has against the epidemic. A lot of progress would have to be made in a short amount of time to see AIDS wiped clear of our planet. This has been Lexi Radatich with FutureCast 101. Thanks for listening. This is FutureCast 101. This is FutureCast 101.